0: Hello, welcome back to Apple Talks. It's Noah here, and today we need to have a talk about sideloading. So before we jump right in, we need to talk about what sideloading is. Now, sideloading is a way to download apps, and this way does not require you going into an app store or any store where apps can be bought. Now, Apple does not allow this on their phones currently, or any device. Okay, they allow it on Macs only. And that makes um, Androids 15 to 47 times more infectious. Meaning malware can get in 15 to 47 times easier on Androids than on iPhone and a european regulatory agency reported 230,000 new mal- malware infections per day imagine if you were an android user and if you are today might want to might want to yeah, might want to think about switching cuz sideloading can really 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 damage your phone now everyone is probably like right now like can I just not sideload and get it from Google Play? Well, there's two problems there. First of all, you might be forced to sideload an app you need for work or school. And that and um among 1,800 I can't speak today US firms 46% had at least one employee download a malicious mobile app. Meaning out of 1,800 people, 46% got malware from just downloading a sideloaded app. So apps can um, pretend to be an app that they're actually not, which is actually a type of malware attack which is called, I mean, not ransomware, fakeware, called fakeware. Now, what if you don't need to sideload an app for work or school? The other way that it can still harm your device is that cybercriminals can actually trick users into sideloading apps so they can mimic the app store so they can basically sideload an app without you knowing and then the app can make you think that it's the app store and it's actually not and you're downloading apps that have malware on them so they can um install malware on your device by downloading by you just clicking a simple link that someone get sent you and the and a what a website is pretending to be that site but they're actually not site it can download the app in the background require no setup and then immediately hide the app and that leads in to one of our um apps that we're gonna talk about today that has malware in them that android users um that has affected tons of android if, bleh, android users just by side loading so let's talk about this app people call it hidden ads so basically they this is one of the least threatening attacks that you can get on your device um so what happens is It was discovered in 2020. So there has been over 30,000 hidden ads attacks. So users worldwide have experienced these problems on Androids. Now we need to talk about how it reaches the device. So apps infected with hidden ads, adware, masquerade as genuine Android apps. So fake versions of Faceback, Face Face app. I don't know what is wrong with me today. Face app. So that's a um a photo editing app basically. Um, and there's um Call of Duty. There's YouTube. Um YouTube um videos advertise the fake ads as free versions of legitimate apps and download links. So basically the hidden ads thing is where youtube basically gives you ads before you downloaded it where it tells you that you are downloading an app as like face app so it advertised face it advertises face app you go to the link you download it you sideload it so you don't get it from the google you don't get it from google play which face app is available on and then you download it from there. Then you download it and once it's installed, the app appears as a fake settings icon and the icon can actually disappear and the adware can still be running in the background. Now, what are they, why are they, what do they accomplish with this then? Well, Hidden Ads displays a bunch of pop-up ads and website redirects, redirections in the device's browser. And it generates advertising revenue from um, just de- displaying these apps. And it can actually run in the background, meaning you don't even see the ad. And they can generate money from that. How malicious is that? Moving on to our next app, we have an app people call fake spy now they use sms phishing um that can trick um users into sideloading um android apps that look like postal services so um before we talk about it this only affects android users in france switzerland germany the uk the us japan and taiwan among a few others. But um this isn't for all countries, so try to look up if your country is affected with it, if you have an Android, which I despise if you do. So again, we need to talk about how it reaches the user's device. Like how do we how do we get it in the first place? So the person gets a text saying that the postal service um, was going to deliver a package and um, they should like sign it or track it. And then it gives a link to a website that um, tells them to sideload the delivery app, which in this case can be disguised as USPS, Royal Mail, JP Post, Swiss Post, and some others. So then You download the app and then um, once you sideload it, it requests requests permissions that um, lets it obtain text messages, contact lists, call logs, network information, recently run tests, tasks, and information about other apps. So then um, after it is launched, um it redirects them to the real postal website um which makes the um app it makes it so that they don't delete it and then um it can keep running in the background so basically it is stealing your calls your call logs your contacts your texts and a bunch of information from other apps so it can be stealing your facebook login all your other passwords, it can be stealing anything, basically, on your phone. Anything that you can do in an app, it can steal. So if you receive a message saying this, and um, uh, it says you need to sign for a package, and then it has a link titled post-a.top, then don't click on it. Don't download anything. Always download from the official store, whether that's Galaxy Store or Google Play. Always download from a store you can trust. Next, um we have another app. Now our next app is called Blackrock. This is um, another app that steals login credentials and stuff. So it affects Europe and other parts of the world. So not as many as other um, apps we've talked about. So BlackRock um, spreads um, at a spoofed version of the Clubhouse website. And then a user thinks they're getting it on Google Play and then it's automatically downloaded. Now, if you see a link like this where it says get it on Google Play, make sure you're going into the Google Play app first before you make sure that it's downloaded. So if it doesn't open the Google Play app and it just starts downloading, then that's a key factor that you know that you're going to be sideloading a malicious app. So let's talk about how it works. So. It's poses as a Google update, meaning it asks for accessibility um, privileges and then it can advance, it can grant itself further privilege, privileges. So what that means is that accessibility has special features like voiceover and stuff like that that can display over other apps, which is, it's bad. So meaning... It can grant other um, privileges without, like, the user to say allow and stuff like that. Then, if it opens an app such as Facebook, it uses a screen overlay um, that records the user's login credentials. um, And it can access text messages. So, it can basically defeat two-factor authentication, meaning even if... They know your Facebook password. You might think you're protected with two-factor authentication, but they can also see your text messages, meaning they can get into basically any website if they have the right phone. So once the um, app is first launched, it hides the app icon, just like our other app we talked about. That makes it invisible, meaning you can't get it off. You can, but... It's a hard problem. And our last app for today is called Crycrypta. So this one is ransomware that poses as an official COVID-19 tracing app. So we have these um, where I am right now, where you can basically, your phones basically exchange Bluetooth signals. So, your phone keeps a log of those um, Bluetooth signals. Um, It's completely anonymous. You don't, none of your information is shared. But then, if you say that you had COVID, it'll notify everyone on the Bluetooth log that they, um, that that came close to you. So, when you come close to someone, it saves their Bluetooth thing, and then their Bluetooth address, and then um, when they say they have COVID, they'll be notified, and then you can social distance and do all your thingies. So, um, this only, um, affects people in Canada. It doesn't, um, do it anywhere else. So, um, uh, the Canadian government announced, um, that they were going to do a COVID-19 contact tracing app, right? And then the, um, the, cyber five cyber criminals um, that were making CryCryptor made um, fake um, Canada, Health Canada websites um, where they offered the ransomware app. Um, so then they took advantage of people's anxiety um, around the COVID-19 pandemic and they tricked Android users into thinking that it's the official... Health Canada app. So how this works is um, once it's sideloaded, it requests permission to access files on the Android device. Then it encrypts common file types, including photo, photos, videos, and PDFs. Then a ransom note is attached to each encrypted file directory, and then it has an email address to contact. So, basically, it puts on your screen, your files are compromised, it has a, um, what's the word, email, then they, um, then they respond to the email, because they, they don't want their files to be compromised, and then the, um, CryDroid, which is the, um, the, uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, cyber criminals, they, um, they tell they basically email that they respond to the email, tell them they have to pay up to get their files back, and remove the um, compromise thing, and they they think that it's probably an Android person helping them from Google, but really they're just collecting money um when their files are only visible they're not compromised um other than to crydroid. so that means and even though if you pay up you you do the deal and you pay it then it will they'll still have all your files they'll still have access to it um so that's um that's some um, apps that um that are that Android users have to deal with right now. So let's talk about um what would happen if Apple allowed it on iOS. Well that's that would not be really good. So um, if sideloading was allowed, that means um, that iPhone would no longer be the most secure um, consumer device, mobile device, yes. Um, and right now, it's actually pretty rare to encounter malware. I'm, I know I'm an Apple stan, but I'm not saying that it's impossible there still are quite some reports of information being stolen and stuff like that through the iOS system. But iPhone does have um, multi-layered security um, protections. But if um, Apple was to allow sideloading, then um, it would make it so that iPhone would basically take a step back um, for security that meaning that it would ter- it would return to the days of where we just had PCs and they had viruses galore. Yep. Your phone would probably be covered in viruses and there would nothing there would be nothing you could do about it. So, it would be super easy for um harmful apps to reach users. So, um this could include malware which is, um, um, uh, where it, um, screens, like, apps and steals your information. There's spoofing, which, um, is copycat versions of, um, apps, um, illegal, pirated, and, like, stolen content, contents where, like, there's, like, illegal, um, like, use of, like, downloading songs, um. Illegal like gambling apps. Then um, there's unsafe apps for children, meaning that um, there could be um, apps that children can sideload, but they might not actually be actually be kid friendly because they they might not see a review of the the age review because it's not in the app store and it doesn't require an age um in, uh, review for the age. And that means and that means that right now Apple screens all apps before um putting them on the app store, meaning they have to check every single like every single app before they can actually make it into the Apple store. But if you could sideload Apple couldn't do that and you could download it forever, meaning that all the apps could be um uh they could be malicious and they aren't unchecked um and then they can access your private information like your um your name, email, IP address um and um that brings us to some horrible news. Apple might be required to allow sideloading. The government is deciding that they want they are going to require ios to enable sideloading and we just talked about what that could do to iphone users and there are tons of things going around saying that in in ios 17 sideloading will be available and i'm not happy i'm not happy about that and more people shouldn't be happy about that either. Sideloading shouldn't be a, in a problem because most the on, the way that sideloading the only way that sideloading helps is for the developer, which makes it so that the developer doesn't have to pay fees to get into that Apple Store and pay fees fees for in-app purchases. But all the other and but that's just it. There's really no other positive thing about sideloading, which means, like, what's the point in enabling sideloading? So Apple right now is trying their best, their very 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 best, to not enable sideloading. So they are going to fight to not make sideloading a thing, but. As people are saying right now, tide loading may become a thing next year. So thank you guys for listening. I hope that you are um, aware of the safety threats of this, and I hope to see you again soon. Have a wonderful day, and yes, I will see you again soon. Bye bye.